Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Joe Ostrowski, Eddie Gross, Aaron Hawksworth with you on this Tuesday. And we've got to get to a very head-scratching story. Joe first brought this to my attention yesterday, and I watched this video a couple times, and I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. So Baltimore Orioles announcer, Kevin Brown, he has been removed from the team's broadcast over a comment that he made on July 23rd during the Orioles series against the Rays. Take a listen. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th. 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Somebody didn't like the facts very much, and that's a fiasco that that's allowed to happen. And I think every announcer in the league feels the same way. Six and seven against the Orioles this year. So they lost seven times, but they did beat Baltimore six times, which I hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for saying that. They should be ashamed of themselves because not only was what Kevin said in the Oriole notes that night, but it was on a graphic, which means that it was planned. You embarrassed yourself. What you did is disgraceful to the business. Disgraceful. It's so crazy. It's such a small look. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller, and you're doing it again. And if you don't want <laughs> Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. It's a horrendous decision by the Orioles. I don't know what they were thinking but they've gotten exactly the reaction that they deserve. And it's just a shame because the Orioles are playing so well, and now they've diverted attention from that. That last comment says it all, uh, because this is a time where the Orioles are playing well, and now they're getting negative attention for this. It's a bit of a distraction, and it's gross, quite frankly. And I wanted to point out, so each team – in every sport, the PR staff puts together what's called game notes for the media to go over. What Kevin Brown pulled from was even in the team's game notes. This is absurd to me, Joe. Yeah. Sometimes there are only one side, only one side of an argument, and that's the case right here. And I love that mashup. Good job by Paul and Jake there. Uh, if you couldn't recognize some of the voices that was a number of the MLB announcers coming together on their individual broadcasts and supporting uh, Kevin Brown. What a joke, literally facts, facts. And it wasn't just as Michael K pointed out, this is not just Kevin Brown, then suspend everyone suspend. Every We're the producers because the graphic was there. It was prepared. They start playing the music, which means the graphic is going up. This was talked about in a meeting. This was done hours before the game. It was not just Kevin Brown talking off the cuff. And if he did that, that would be just fine too. He's literally going over facts and explaining why this is such an accomplishment for this organization. The Rays are viewed as an elite, you know, talk about World Series aside, but they're consistent. They're one of the smartest organizations around. So to say, okay, now we're there. We're with them, with this young crew that we've built. And this is just, 
this is uh, putting it out there. This is a kind of uh, season that we've had, and we think we're going to be here for a long time. Like it just was an exclamation point on what Baltimore has accomplished in a positive sense. It wasn't ripping the organization. So they put it out there that Kevin Brown will be back with us in the near future, and we don't comment on employment decisions, Ed. Okay, great. Maybe they, they decided to cave a little bit. But it's it, what an embarrassing moment. The players deserve so much better than this, and now this is what people are talking about across the country. We wouldn't be talking about those Kevin Brown comments at all, right? Had it not been brought no. up, all we would have said is, okay, wow, the, the O's, you know. A, a ball club that had been struggling until last year for a long time. So, of course, they're not going to play well on the road against the Rays, a ball club that has made the World Series uh, in that span, done very well, surprised a lot of us during that span. This isn't something that we were even talking about to begin with. So there is that. The other thing that really is interesting to me is uh, Awful Announcing was the first to uh, report this (laughs) really interesting news. Uh, And Mm -hmm. earlier this year, I think uh, preseason, something like that, they used uh, fan engagements to power rank all 30 major league ball club broadcast teams. And Kevin Brown and Jim Palmer and company ranked 10th out of 30 major league teams. So they were already seen very highly coming into the season. O's fans were very much grateful to have Kevin Brown as their play-by-play announcer. He does a fantastic job. And look, I think all of us on this show and, you know, the BeckQL family, et cetera, I know we've all been in situations where we've worked for employers who are very nitpicky. Uh, Perhaps they're (laughs) control freaks when it comes to what we say, what we can't say, things like that. And I can tell you it is a miserable experience, a miserable experience when you feel like you have to second guess anything and everything that you put out there, whether it's a little more extemporaneous like this platform or something like television where everything is very structured and very scripted, but it's a terrible feeling to where you can't be your best self. You can't be your best broadcaster when that happens. And so, you know, my heart goes out to Kevin Brown in large part because even if he comes back and continues to call games, how does he know that this won't happen to him again? And not that he isn't a professional broadcaster, but I can't help but in the back of his head or anybody who's been in this spot, how do you not second guess anything that you put out there knowing full well that you could get yanked again? It's a good point because he was telling the truth and it's not like he uncovered something that we didn't already know by telling the truth. Like, are you kidding me? Everybody knows the Orioles haven't been that good as of late uh, in the past few seasons, at least. And so it's like, what, how is he in trouble for this? I am just, it's so weird to me. Like you're not fooling anyone by not saying it. Like we already know it's stupid. Again, historical facts listen i I think something that in a a good way we've gotten away from a lot of broadcasters have and networks stop treating your audience like they're idiots like orioles fans have watched it they understand that's why they're so excited about this season they're always stuck in the american league east 
which is, seems to be a juggernaut year after year after year. So challenging to, to compete with teams that have all the money in the world. Like, stop treating your audience like they're idiots, and it never happened. Let them celebrate what the 2023 O's are, but no, they get in their way again. It's amazing, these billionaires that are so thin-skinned, and we see it everywhere. Yeah, and, and I guess they thought it made his comments made them sound cheap, but my takeaway when I listened to it without reading the backstory of what happened was, this is something to get excited about. Hey, the O's, they've stunk for a while, and now they're great. Like, I don't see, I didn't put together from his comments that, oh, ownership is cheap. Like, that. I did not connect those dots the first time I watched and listened to that video. And, and this video probably doesn't happen if it isn't for the O's media relations staff. Because, again, they put it together for the notes for all of the media to see. And so that's where yeah. it was probably picked up from. Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. A lot of times yeah. reporters yeah. and I'm sure announcers, they get a lot of nuggets for their broadcast from those notes. So those people yes. should be in trouble. But again, it's facts. Like you said. No, like, they shouldn't. Facts yeah, are facts. Nobody should. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. And who's to say they weren't reprim reprimanded in some way or, you know, given some harsh email or, or whatever it is. And so that that may be a possibility in all of this where everybody's got to come together and, all right, well, ownership feels this way, so we need to be more positive, whatever it is. I mean, the best broadcasters out there are the ones who are allowed to tell the truth. And mm -hmm. I think the best owners in professional sports are the ones who understand this. I, I mean – Sometimes, I mean, what was it? Like Michael Kay, uh, Yankees broadcaster, uh, had a great tweet where he said the Steinbrenners never censored him. He was able to say pretty much whatever he wanted. Now, sometimes he would have to have conversations with them to say, hey, look, maybe you could have done this a little bit differently, but that's fine. Sure. Like having conversations with your management, like, you know, sometimes that's a great thing so that you know what all the competing forces are and you know how to sort of thread needles, things like that. But we're talking about George Steinbrenner, uh, you know, uh -huh. one of the bigger control freaks in the history of American sports. And he let Michael Kay pretty much do whatever he wants per Kay. And we also look at Steinbrenner as one of the great owners out there, even though he was a bit of a control freak. And so why can't that be the template for every professional sports owner out there? 100%. I uh, was watching a 60 Minutes interview with Charles Barkley the other day. question was very simple. Why do people love you? It's like, because I'm honest and I don't have an agenda. It's that simple. People just want the truth. They see it. They see it. And they, they want to be told the truth. That's it. And when it's something different, it makes you wonder, like, what are you hiding or what what else is going on behind closed doors if you're going to be so sensitive or just forcing your employees to always paint the team in such a good light. It just raises more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. it, it absolutely does. And I get that fans want to look at things through rose-colored glasses. I understand mm -hmm. all of that. But that's the part that's really weird to me. You're talking about road games. You're not talking about, oh, maybe you shouldn't go to Camden Yards or spend your hard-earned money because the O's might fall off of the mirror. No! Right. That's not what this was about. This was about how you're doing on the road. How many O's fans are traveling to St. Pete on a regular basis because 
you know, they just have to go catch an O's Rays series. Like, that's not happening to begin with. You watch your local broadcast so you can watch these road games. Nothing about this has anything to do with the bottom line. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports will join us to preview the upcoming NFL season and some thoughts he has on this preseason and how to bet some key games right here on the BetQL Network.